this is Jonathan. And this is Eric. From the Aqualam Records. And you're listening to Epitome of Stupidity. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 37 of Epitome of Stupidity. We're still sure about 37, right? Uh, it says on the outline. That's okay. what it is. Okay. I'm still Clint. I'm still Brian. All right, we've got that going for us. You are listening to... Well, Jonathan and Eric already told you. It's a scripter. Scripter. It's their band on their label. You and them said it because I forgot how to say it. Yeah, scripter. Check them out. We only have a teaser, so that's there's a, not much yeah, there. That's a um, fucking world exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> they don't come out till March, so there it is. You. Uh, we'll get to them in a minute. Yes. Until then. For now. What are you listening to, Brian? Are we going? Do I, do I go all the way back to Sunday when we were conversing via text, all the cool stuff that we were both jamming out to? Remember? The Melvins, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, uh, black gives away to blue. You give you, your answers on this are so sparse. Yes, if you've got real answers, go for it. So yeah, well, I started out with the sword. Use future. Mm-hmm. Then moved on to some Melvins. Thanks to Clint and the band that I really haven't given much shit about in a long time. Oh, Melvins. I don't know that you want to say that out loud, man. I, I'm, I am who I am. Uh, but I mean, they're good. It's just for have other th- other things to listen to. Um, then kind of went. Back to back with Allison Chains, Black is the Way to Blue, and then I call it Three Legged Dog. I know it's self self titled. It's got it's kind of a great dual. album. That yes, Jesus. Every time I listen to that, I'm like, why don't I listen to this every day? That might be my fucking <laughs> second um, desert album, island album. Today I listened to Dystopia again, like I've been wanting to do to right. focus on the drums. He can, he's holding back. I mean, it's still there, but it's yeah, definitely... Yeah, I'm sure at some point he got tired of Dave looking over his shoulder at him. <laughs> you got you to play with what's there, too. Right. That's, uh, any good drummer, drummer will, will not but try to But at the same time, he's absolutely killing it. Yes, yes. Um, some Lamb of God here lately. Trying to listen to some of the other stuff that I'm, I don't listen to all the time to get more... Uh, like... Like I don't remember the names of the album. The one I was talking to you about today, yesterday, two albums ago, not Strum. Oh, other Lamb of God album, Reclamation. Yeah, yeah that album. It's good stuff. It, it's like I was telling you via text that the album itself is too long. It should have been heavily trimmed, maybe nine or ten songs. But there's some good stuff on there. I was, I went because I'm not a big fan of Wrath. We've had this conversation, right. and that was their album after that. And that was the album where Randy ended up going to prison while they were on tour. For we're not going to get into all that. Wrath was before that. Right. That's what I said. So, yes. And Resolution is the album after Wrath. Correct. Yeah. I, there's a lot of good stuff on that. Like, uh, King, King Me, King Me, the yeah. song that ends it, Ghost I Walker. fucking love. Yeah. Ghost Walking is badass. There's a, yeah, that's a fun album. I like it. Um, anything else? Um, just a lot of ginger, too. We'll get to that. Yeah. Are we sure that's how it's pronounced? Yeah, that's how it's pronounced. It's okay. ginger. Yeah. All right. Um. We are in that time of year where, you know, I do the post-metal band of the week every week for a fucking reason, and this time of year is when I really get my post-metal on because it's cold and depressing outside, so I want to listen to cold and depressing music, and I did. 
I got my call to Luna on, out fucking running around the neighborhood in the dark at 5 o'clock in the morning, listening to Somewhere Along the Highway, highlight of that damn day. Uh, got my Russian Circles going. Call to Luna is going to get Pulse Metal Band of the Week. Russian Circles, I still love you. <laughs> I also did a good chunk of Melvins through the week and Big Business because we got some fucking super cool news that while the Big Business Clutch Tour is not actually going to hit Columbus, Big Business by themselves are going to stop by Ace of Cups in between the uh, Indianapolis show and a New York show on that tour. And to that, I say, woohoo. Woohoo. And I just say, hi. Have you bought your ticket yet? Schmuck. I have not. Yeah. Get on it. So anyways, we'll do the whole random numbers thing, see if we can get Aqualam on the phone. Oh, you want to do it that way? Okay. Hey, Aqualam. Hey, yeah, let's call 1-800-Aqualam. You ready? <laughs> Ring. All right, we got Jonathan and Eric on the line. They did indeed answer. We're going to have a conversation with them. I don't think we've, we've never talked to anybody from a label before, right? One person. One person? One other person. With on the, the pink, show. With the Pink Floyd thing. Oh, yeah, Jad. Yeah. Shit. Sorry, Jad. <laughs> but anyways, today we're talking with Aqualamb. We got Jonathan. Hey. And Eric. Hey there. And you guys are founders, owners. What, what, what do you guys do? Uh, yeah, yeah, founders and owners. Uh, Eric and I are both in bands, have long history of bands. I think the story, what, what was it, Eric? We were just talking like maybe how the impetus for the label started is both of our bands were, uh, Aqualam is a, you know, a, whatever you call it, New York or Brooklyn label. Um, and it started off our bands playing together. Um, I think at the time I was in this band. The Red Panther, um, with my now wife and Eric, your band is Descender. Is Descender still uh, playing Vagina Panther? Sort of a long hiatus. Um, but I'm in different bands now. Like I play in a, a band, Black Black Black. Now that's the label. Oh no, shit! I think the idea, the idea was originally like we wanted a place to put out our band. Um, and Eric and I are both like creative directors, designers. So the idea was like, you know, we would make videos and posters and, you know, we sort of grew up in that world. And I think, you know, that's kind of why we became a design, um, you know, in the first place. So, um, it just seemed like a, a cool, uh, step for us. We started late when we were just like, what can we do? Because, you know, vinyl was like, you know, there, it's not as big, not everybody has a vinyl record player, so how can you have something tangible that people can, at the shows, really get into? Because, like, again, why, you know, what I used to do, and I don't know if you guys, is like, stare at record covers, or CD liner notes, like, while you're you know, jamming up some music. And yeah, I, I for of. sure did that with the CD liner notes. Clint, yes, Brian, no. <laughs> Not anymore, <laughs> yeah. not anymore. Um, but for us, it was like a big part of the music and a lot of like how I would discover and sometimes was, you know, you go into the record store, it was based off the album cover or like you get an idea, like, you know, some of my favorite design artists or artists were these people creating these covers and my favorite label, you know, back then, you know, as a kid growing up were these design-based labels. So it's like we, because we come from design world, you know, uh, as well as music world, we were, the idea is 
hopped in and was like creating like these these books yeah. that go along with as a tangible thing with our releases. We also do vinyl. We also put out digital. We do videos and all that stuff. I think we set you set you guys a bunch of just so you get an idea. And you know, other people are doing it. And I think for us, you know, pe- sometimes people would do stuff like this, but for us, on the level it is. It's a little more of our DNA. Real quick, so yeah. for people that don't know, when you get when you buy an album from Aqualam or an Aqualam artist's album, you get a, I don't know what is it like a sixty seventy page booklet, book. Goes, uh, yeah, book. an actual book of of art and and lyrics. lyrics and all kinds of stuff. So an an extra kind of tangible piece to go along with your album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, all our books are pretty much hundred page plus books. Um, but like you like you mentioned, uh, we kind of see it as a bit of a hybrid between uh, you know extended liner notes and uh, an art zine. We try to encourage bands to use the the format however they uh, want to. So we've had some interesting things. You know, our band's releases were some of the first that we did, so they were maybe a little more straightforward in some respects. Like the Descender book was lyrics, photos of the recording session, and things that you would maybe expect more from, you know, extended liner notes uh, mixed in with some imagery that was referenced in the lyrics. Uh, all the way through uh, Jonathan's band, Black, 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 the books, um, the artwork's mainly by their singer, who's a, a visual artist. So they kind of end up being a bit of like meditations on whatever subject matter he's um, into a, at the time. So. Their most recent record was, you know, like a hundred plus pages of these uh, really cool bird silhouettes. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. His, uh, na- his name is Jason Alexander Byers, um, and definitely check out his art. It's like, again, Jason before Black 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 was, you know, in or and some bands from Cleveland. I think notably, like one of the bands was Disengaged. So you know, he's um, been been involved in music as well and it's you know through his artwork it's a big part of his dna but then also his visual art um he's you know sort of become well known for that on its own as well has, has anyone fought you on this like no i don't i don't want to do a book <laughs> uh, <laughs> is, is, is it no. like in the contract like you gotta do a book you gotta you gotta it's, it's actually written in the, our contract yeah um and the thing is you know eric Again, the books range like, and Erica and I, because we are designers, some of these books we designed ourselves right. in the band, uh, like the band. In others, we collaborate with the band, and usually all the bands are open to it. Like they, everybody's really excited by it. And like I said, like initially we started off with these liner notes, like you know, E2 Vinyl 2.0, but then now we're doing graphic novels or like, you know concept versions of the album and then you know there's a there's a new release uh that we're doing with uh the band scripter which is members of uh million and craw and the dazzling Tillman and stat and then actually that's coming out this march that is actually a series of little uh short stories that are like noir or murder-ish in in multiple themes, and then we've also gotten multiple uh, sort of illustrators to illustrate like 
you know, the idea behind this story. So Yeah, that definitely helps you stand uh, out. I mean, I don't know if yeah. anyone else is doing something right? like that. Yeah. So yeah, well let's uh let's talk a bit uh more about the label and the, you know the, how many bands do you have? Do you know on your signed? I think right now there's, I, I, I wouldn't know how many active bands. There's probably like maybe 10 to 15. I, I should go through and count. But <laughs> I think we're on, we'll be for this year. We'll be on our like 24th release. How, how long has the label been a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say officially we're coming up on uh year six. Um, oh wow! The first core group of book releases came out in 2012. Who who was the first band you signed that that wasn't one of your yeah one of your your respective bands? Um, Can you remember? If that, you can't, I'll cut I it out. I believe <laughs> it uh, is a Brooklyn metal band called Godmaker. Okay. Oh. I think they I think they were the first uh, band outside of our our bands that we put out um and we pretty much were in love with those what those guys are doing from the beginning uh i think i remember jonathan seeing one of their early shows and was like uh we have to put this band out a lot of our for some reason and part of it is i'm originally from akron cleveland okay area and i was in a bunch of bands and you know right out of college played with those as involved in scene and you know a lot of a lot of the we kept in touch and still keep in touch with some of the the scene out there and there was a lot a bigger contingent of people who moved in New York City from there who were in bands and you know actually black 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 saw Cleveland guys uh, and, you know that used to we used to play together our bands back then and you know I known some of these in high school um that sort of worked out. And then through that, it's sort of grown. Like Lopan was introduced to us through, uh, they used to tour with Jason Alexander Byers' old band, um, Disengage. Um, and Jason's in Black, Black, Black. We're introduced to Lopan and doing shows with them. And, you know, we, we put out a 10 inch with them and it did really well. And then we actually just, finished mastering the other day of the new 12 inch that's due uh later that you know early summer from lopan uh that uh lopan yeah, yeah. We, okay this, this one's going to be the the one that you know gets them up to that sort of next level it's right on a super solid record uh we worked with uh james brown um the live James Brown, yeah. the biggest, uh, <laughs> producer engineer, uh, who's worked on everything from, you know, Nine Inch Nails, the Foo Fighters, the, the James Addiction, to like, you know, various, you know, next level stuff and sort of produce that record. And Maybe they'll play some new stuff really, tonight. Yeah, we can't wait that, to share that with the world. Uh, yeah, you yeah. guys mentioned uh, Scripter, right? And that was our that's that's yeah. our intro and outro music today. What what uh, tell us a little bit about those guys? So again, these guys, member like legendary noise rock band, um, from the you know the late '90s, early aughts, uh, that sort of reformed. That somehow again, they these guys, Dazzling Killmen were a Midwest band. Um, and if you haven't heard them, you should definitely check them out. And then Crawl is another Cleveland noise band. And these guys 
you know, back then we're doing things that have influenced, you know, a lot of where heavy music is today, maybe unbeknownst to the people actually creating the music. Um, but, you know, they, the scripter, so scripter, we, I, we knew these guys were right here. We, we actually, Eric and I helped put out the crawl re-release with my records. We like actually did the book and designed the records and the record cover and worked with Hank Steamer, who's actually, uh, he was in the band Stat, but is actually the drummer and scripter now. He's a Rolling Stone editor. So those guys were getting together and they were in New York and we heard they were doing something and we asked them to play it. And then it was just amazing sort of like kraut rock. Uh, you know, there's not a singer. Um, it's, you know, really heavy. It goes multiple ways. And there's some of their influences from their earlier band, you know, Tillman and Crawl, but it's like, not really done in a different way. Yeah, you know, the other thing that kind of ends up being a reference point a little bit, mainly, I think, because of the virtuosity and that they're instrumental, bands like Don Cab uh, are kind of like a, a touch point. Um, but they're definitely doing their own weird thing that, like, it's just an amazing, full-on, balls-to-the-wall record. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Real quick, label. I want to talk about Han for a second. Because Brian yeah, loves Hans. Yeah, they, yeah. they, uh, did they make both of our top five albums of the year, Clint? No, just just mine. They made. God, just, I fucking love that no, band. Should have made both, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you know, and I, and where did you find those guys? How did how did you know? Real quick, how did that come about? Because I, I think they are. So, go go ahead. Again, yeah, and this is another thing because you know they're involved really heavily involved in any sort of heavy scene in in Brooklyn, New York, you know, there's, there's a huge music scene, but there's, there's a great heavy scene and the heavy can range from noise to hardcore to whatever. Yeah. There's, you know, and I think a lot of this was, you know, that the bars, St. Vitus was like a big key part to like encouraging the scene that now is, it's big. It's, you know, there's a lot of players, there's other bars, um, you know, that, the, Asheron was a, definitely another key uh, support place that's not really around anymore. And that world that we met those guys and, you know, we played alongside them. They were another band too. And, you know, this was another thing. It's like sometimes chief, we, people approach us and it's, it's where we go and see them live and, you know, and, Eric and I, another thing for the label is like, there wasn't really a label supporting the heavy scene on a sort of smaller uh, level. Right. Um, and so for us, it was really important as a, you know, what we thought was like more so it was like a sense of community and like bringing this robust scene together. Again, there's other big labels in you know, New York and doing heavy stuff. I'm I'm no uh I'm no record label guy or any of that, but my if I would offer some advice, keep those guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I think they I yeah, I think they definitely have, you know, me and Clint listen to as you guys do a, a ton and a tons and tons of music, all the new stuff that comes out, and they I can't we couldn't compare them to anything. 
You know what I mean? And that's yeah, that's really yeah, hard they, to find these days. A little bit of, of different things in there. Yeah, um, that singer is is an amazing front person live. Yeah, Dave and Jordan are like great songwriters. You know, musically like the the guitar and bass. We were into their first EP that they had done, um, and that sounded great. So um, yeah, it was kind of like a no brainer for us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And come this uh, late winter, early spring, we have some additional videos and other things in the works for them. So, uh, nice. yeah, we're, we're hoping gonna... to get those guys like back out, you know, uh, on the road. Yes, uh, send them our way. Is, yeah, yeah, totally. The one thing, you know, and that's where Eric and I were the support thing. Is, you know, in New York, New York bands, it's really hard just with the rent, mm. you know, the tour. Yeah. and it's gotten to the point where the label actually bought a van and then, you know, we, when the bands are out touring, we like you know, have them take the van. Um, oh. just cause you know, we're, right now, like touring is a key part. Yes. Of, you know, heavy music. Oh yeah. That's uh, I, I mean, hell we, it's very possible. There's a small chance that, uh, it doesn't happen, but I'm pretty sure we're going to finish up with you guys and then go see fucking low pan tonight. Speaking of live shows, but, Sweet. um, Oh yeah, that's right. You guys are Columbus. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. All go. day, every damn day, <laughs> with the snow and everything. Yeah. Yep. But uh, yeah, so we're we're allowed to. We'll uh, uh, get you guys that record. Um, I think for especially those guys, it's gonna be a game changer for them, and uh, we're pretty stoked on it. Yeah. Well, hell, we're looking um, forward to it too. Maybe they'll play some new stuff tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they will. Um, they've been doing that in their set. So uh, cool, amazing group of guys. So speaking uh, of new stuff, what uh, what else does Aqualam have coming out this year to kind of? Uh, we have this other new band, Frail. It's uh, it's a female-led sort of witchy doom band. That uh, again, they're sort of taking things to this other level uh, of like tone and heaviness and atmosphere um they happen to be a cleveland band uh, <laughs> oops. Uh, right. oops. Uh, but again this is i think what happens and this is all labels it's like you know you get stuff randomly but then a lot of it it's just like with anything in life it's like you know eric and i met because like our band played together and we got along together and like we were friends and it's like you, you connect that way. And I think we're lucky enough just to be surrounded by all these amazing people doing cool shit that, uh, you know, that we're like, like we, we actually really believe in. Um, so we're stoked on that. Um, we also have a, a new husbandry record coming out. Um, later this summer and that's another great great band that was uh female-led band and those guys are doing this sort of frog you know heavy you know soaring vocals and karina exactly can sing like nobody's business (laughs) it's just you know she is pretty damn good live is, is, is super amazing um yeah, so I think for us, it's like our job is, you know, what Eric and I viewed as getting 
getting people turned on to these bands as much as possible. We're right there with you. Succeed. We're fighting the same fight. We, what we yeah, got to do is, is drown out the five-finger death punches with the Hans. <laughs> with the good stuff, yeah. <laughs> if we could just... just yeah. Yeah, just drown them out. Just put out so much other shit than that shit. Worth the Avenged Sevenfolds, yeah. and just <laughs> so the radios will have nothing, uh, you know, nothing else to play other than, uh, other than the good stuff. And speaking of other stuff to play, real quick, um, we want to wrap this up with the the final. I don't, I never know what to call it. The, the just, atypical, yeah, the generic. atypical. <laughs> you know, this this is you know, you both can answer, uh, but basically. I don't know if you listen to the show. It's just the you have one album off to a desert island for the rest of your life. You can only take one. What would, what's that one album going to be? Let's say Jonathan go first, unless Eric already knows. You know, what, you know what is so funny is are, is is this sort of based off the BBC show? No, you guys know this about is that? this is just random. Oh. It, it's not an original oh, so, question, but <laughs> so if I was on a desert island, uh, what <laughs> This is a challenge. Yeah. Uh, I love how everyone's always, they sound like they're going to answer it and then they don't. Right. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Got to pick that triple album. Yeah. Triple, <laughs> triple album. You know, <laughs> I would say one thing that I can listen to over and over again, Dan Rodan's album Rusty. Uh, um, yeah. You, you took my record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say I'd br- I would bring that with me because that's an album. I probably could listen to monthly still, and it's like I think it came out in 1994. Yeah. Um, All right, Eric. So you're up, man. You got you got to pick something else, though. Oh yeah, yeah. that's I, a dick move, man. <laughs> All right, we got to so learn I a little bit pick, his taste. I will pick a different record. Uh, it's funny that I I kind of knew as I was crystallizing my answer that I was like I bet Jonathan's going to mention. How, that how about this? You guys are getting shipped off together, so he's already got that one. Okay, so there you go. Yes. So, uh, thinking about it, a record that would probably get you through all the different hardships, emotions, and everything else, but not be like a crazy downer for the the entire rest of your life. Yeah. I think maybe I'll go with. Um, Tortoise's record from '96 called "Millions Now Living Will Never Die." Jeez, uh, that sounds depressing. That, <laughs> it is a really amazing record. It's instrumental, ah. so I think I think it would really uh, serve you well. On a We've had a couple people desert. pick instrumental records, but mostly singers because then they can just write lyrics and right. create different songs and just sing their own fucking shit. But, oh, uh, man, that's the even better reasoning <laughs> behind it. Uh, I am not a singer, so that won't help me out too much, but uh, maybe I can, I'd give it a try. There you go. Well, listen, guys, so much thanks. I know you guys got a billion things going on, and we only really scratched the surface of kind of the questions we, wanna, we wanted to ask, so we definitely want to do this again sometime soon, maybe in, in a few months when you have some other things coming out that we can, we can pump and look forward to. Um, yeah, thanks so much. Again, thanks yeah, for your time. Thanks for the care pack, the care package. Absolutely. Um, you know, right now on my uh, vinyl or my record player, whatever the hell you call that thing, sits a Han record because you guys and I really appreciate that. Right? Um, Do you like Han? Yeah, I can't yeah. tell. Uh, they're good. They're okay. They're they're fine. Again, thanks, thanks guys. guys. Yeah, I'm gonna tell them that. Uh, you know, we gotta. You know, we're pushing all of our guys. To just you know, we believe in them. We want and we love it when other people like 
get turned on. Right. That's what it's all about. Have a good weekend. Have a good Friday. Hopefully this storm doesn't come to you guys. I don't know if it is or not, but we're going to get smacked up here tomorrow. So I'm actually uh, in Vermont half the week, and uh, we're calling for two feet of snow. Yeah. Enjoy that. I hope you stocked up on beer, buddy. And I hope you have a good back. So. Yeah, <laughs> really uh, dreading not having a, a snowplow or a snowblower. <laughs> right, so. All right, guys, have a good Friday. We'll talk to you later. All right, thank you. See you, bye. And we're back. And we're back. Hopefully that came through okay. Jonathan was a little little shy there. He but, wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was a little shy with the the tone. But uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, we we only scratched the services of some of the stuff we wanted to get to. Um, they had some pretty thorough answers, so we'll talk to them. It, eventually again it, it the thorough answers it's like you never get them when you expect them right and then these guys want to go crazy in depth and we are all for that right. but it, i guess i i don't know maybe I, next time we'll just we'll just have aqualaman and that'll be the, the we, show that was that's probably the better call yeah so uh, um and if you are a medium or an xl and want a shirt of theirs Shoot us an email. Check out their logo. First two emails, get the fucking shirts. Yes. Just just black shirt, white logo on the front. With it's the, cool shit. The I'm wearing lamb mine mermaid. right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll send those out to you. So, end of the news. Here we go. We touched this on a little bit. We won't, I mean, Jesse Leach from Kill Switch Engage, his, his wife is divorcing him or one of those, right. one of those crazy scenarios that happens to, I think, probably 90% People, of these guys. Yeah. Um, I don't know what what else you wanted to talk about. I just said good for him. You know, I I I get. Uh, I don't want to draw the ire of anybody here. I I get draw the ire. That's a good big name. The uh, where somebody wants to be outspoken about how I'm not going to let this get me down and the yeah, you know, yeah. suicide's not going to claim me and all that stuff. On one hand, it's you know good for you. On the other hand, it's Do you have to say that out loud. Yeah, though? get yourself together, buddy. Yeah. Don't worry about posting this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I completely agree. I want to elaborate on that. But some people, I think, maybe he's one that you want being open in the interaction, being a public and, figure, and too, probably other, is something that we don't understand. That I'm sure plays a part in it. Yeah, and it, you know, some people run away from it. Other people maybe use it as a, a crutch, and not in a negative way, but you know, yeah, to help them along. It, it, either way, good for you. Get yourself together. I you know it's noted here that I'm not the biggest kill switch fan, but Brian is. No matter what, good for you. Hope you get it right. Uh, getting it right. Dave is trying to get it right on Dave. the next. My man, Dave Mustaine album. Doing what every person we talk about we talk about that has an album coming out is saying. It's the best ever. It's gonna be harder. <laughs> it's gonna be better. It's gonna be. And you know, you would probably disagree. He keeps talking about blast beats with his drummer, and it's. The more he does it, the more excited I get. It's probably going to be like a three-second burst in a song that nobody ever actually hears <laughs> in the middle of the album. It's- but I don't know if I would tell him to be heavier or harder. I mean, I don't know. Dystopia just, really is a great album, yeah. man. I'm coming fresh off Dystopia thinking this is what I this is how I want my Megadeth. Yes. There's just a couple songs that are kind of commercially kind of blah, blah, blah. There's a song but, towards the back that's really commercially, but... If they, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell them not to, but I'm not really as, as I'm not Dave Mustaine. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really as like hanging on to this, like it's going to be. Because if it just go back to dystopia, then okay, fine, okay, whatever. Yes, that would be fucking great, as far as I'm concerned. I think we can skip the dead thing. No, Devil Driver's coming on a new album, and we hope it's good. Yes, it's the double disc thing that, and he's still talking it's about putting disc? out an album a year. Yeah, 
He's still talking about putting out an album a year. He's starting to do vocals an for this. LP? This, these are really questions I don't know. An LP a year? Yeah. Hmm. He, he's talking about how, you know, with... Uh, we, we've actually had this conversation. Uh, well, duh. On air. Fucking course. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, he's talking about how, you know, with the, with the way the medium is now, you can't really let something sit for three right. or four years. You have to keep your name up and then they yes. and, and keep pumping stuff out. The problem is, is that the more Devil Driver puts out, the more just kind of generic and bland it gets. That's the hard part, is finding that balance. Right. Putting out only the good things. That's why EPs once a year would probably be better than an LP every year kind of thing. As a fan, you want all you want an LP that's amazing, but in real realistically, that's probably it, it, not going to happen. This is something that doesn't happen often on this show, but here is a good segue. <laughs> Speaking of EPs and albums, what I've noticed a handful of bands doing is putting out an EP with four or five songs previous to the full album. That has some of the, all of the same or some of the same? I would assume. All, every time it's happened before, it's been all the same. Let's call it a pre-album. A, a pre-P. A pre- <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. Hashtag pre-P. Pre-P. <laughs> it's a... Uh, <laughs> Which, uh, the band that, uh, whose album we're reviewing this week, I, I don't know if we're going it's full shits with all this or not, but... I just want to talk about is, it. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I figured, since because yeah. we'll end up talking about the album when it comes out, is the uh, the Ginger EP that Brian mentioned earlier. That's you, your fucking name for a second. First of all, you want to talk about the Ace of Cups uh, big business show. I already but. mentioned that. You mentioned they were coming here? Yeah. I was I sleeping. I did that while I was talking I was about sleeping. what I... Okay. Thanks for being a part of the show. Brian. So, yeah, Ginger. Um... They they came here recently with someone I forget. Or I didn't are, realize that they were from a different country. Yeah, like Ukraine or some oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know how I stumbled it again, Brian, with his YouTube holes and stuff. But first off, I want to say, holy fucking Christ, she is smoking hot. So that for, <laughs> so that's what drew me in at first. And of course, that are all the rage, the buzz, you know, because she's you know five foot nothing, a hundred pounds soaking wet. And has these seven Crazy voices. It's, it's insane how that works with females, man. Yeah. It, I like that Julie Christmas chick that did the shit with uh, Carl Luna and has done other things. Obviously, it, it, again, five foot nothing, skin and bones. Oh, she can hit every. She can hit all the ranges. She has all the ranges. <laughs> she has ranges, all of them. What ranges can you do? Well, all of them. How, how about all of them? Will that all work for you? I can do male. I can do everything female. What do you need? The, so I've I've watched interviews, uh, and and it seems to just be her and the bassist, which is another draw to this band, which is normally not for me. He is a fucking beast. Yeah. Brian keeps telling me about the bass player, and it, I I I'm picking up what you're putting down, and I'm not even trying. You won't you won't care because he's doing a lot of tapping, a lot of th- yeah. thinking. He's thinking about things. <laughs> he's thinking about it's way those outside plays. your comfort it's zone. Not what I do, yeah. Um. So I mean, right off the bat, you know, there, there's obviously. Their latest interview, because Ginger wasn't originally a female-fronted band. I don't know. All their albums, I think, have her. I think her name is Tatiana or something crazy. I don't really remember her sure. name. But she's not the original singer. And they hate that this is always a co- a, con- a topic. Right. That they're female-fronted. female-fronted. Well, fucking, it, it's, it's what it is, right? You got to talk about the woman who's five foot nothing screaming like Randy Bly. And maybe even better. or you know, deeper, like it's just, it's just insane. So get used to it. If you're going to be in the limelight, the, uh, this is coming, uh, this is becoming a lot more commonplace. I think that this is going to be, I I don't know that female fronted is going to be as big a deal five years from now as it is. If they keep finding hers, 
hurts. <laughs> so the the EP is is micro, which I watched an interview on why it's called what it's called, but no one fucking cares really. I fu- I I'd really dig it. So starting, I don't even know if they if they're uh, rock. Do they play on the Blitz? That are, I know you don't know, but it's just kind of like a conversation here. Like I don't know if they're on the radios or not. I yet. wouldn't think so. I could, I could see some songs being in some songs. As soon as start screaming, the, they would say, this is too good. Let's turn it off. This is so, too good. So and I'm listening to it. And I'm kind of turned off by it a little bit, but I'm, then I'm become enamored watching the bassist and watching her and then with the, the actual skill and then the kind of, the a lot of the riffs are the kind of... Um, just messy shit that sounds like it's going to fall apart at any minute, but never does kind of thing. Do you consider this gent? No, not really. Yeah, I wouldn't consider it gent. It, it, I was It's bordering math. It might even be math at some time or some points. But um, I just nodded because people can hear me nodding. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm. So I'm going back, and so they they have a song called Pisces, which seems to be their biggest song ever. Not on the EP, right? And it is gorgeous. I have not listened to it. It is phenomenal. It's like a five and a half minute song, and it is put together perfectly. It's got the cleans, it's got the lows, it's got the highs, it's got her coming in, fucking murdering everything. But long way of saying, I'm going to keep up with this shit, keep listening to her, keep listening to them, go back to all their old shit, and keep it going. I I, I did what I always say I shouldn't do. (laughs) <laughs> the work listen. I, I've listened to it twice at work, and there's there's parts that catch me, like that minute and a half thing at the end. That's, that's just terrible. the bass. <laughs> I, that, that catches me every time. The bongos, and you talking about the last yeah, song? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, but there, there's things that catch my attention both ways while listening to it at work. Uh, there's things that are, there's clear groove metal and just beating ass, and I don't even give a shit what the vocals are. There are times where clearly her her vocals are carrying it. There are times where clearly every fucking thing is just not working for me. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And okay. what, what what is her vocals doing on those points that is not nothing's working? I, it's I don't know that it's her vocals aren't working so much as just everything around it doesn't fucking work. And just as a whole, it's the music not... has to work for me first before I can give a shit about the vocals. Okay. And all this being the long way of saying, sure, I'll check out the album when it comes out. As I told you, our, our buddy Mud pointed these guys out, guys and girl. Do I have to specify? No. You know what? We're not being gender specific. No. These guys yeah. out to us. To back, you. To me back in October, and I finally got around to listen to them like Tuesday, and I said something to Brian about him, and he, he gives me the, yeah, I've been listening to it for like two weeks now. Yeah. And I just, I didn't want to go through the typical Clint conversation, so I just didn't say anything, you know? <laughs> I, I get around to listen to it. Well, it was going to be, there were several times I wanted to send it to you, say, hey, check this out. And you'd say, I've already listened to a band today. I won't, I can't do it for another. <laughs> so I, I just, I just kept it to myself because again, I didn't really kind of know where I was, where I was on it. But I, 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 I sat in the car, you know, waiting for you to get home today. Listen, and that song, Teacher, Teacher on the EP where she screams, teacher, teacher, self-proclaimed preacher, or pre- preacher, something like that. Sure. Just like, God damn it. It's probably not plumber. Where do you find, <laughs> self-proclaimed plumber, <laughs> where do you find this chick? Jesus fucking age Christ. Across the pond. Yeah, she is smoking hot. I, you know what I watch? I'm going to admit it right would now Would you still air. like. Right, hold on. No, right okay. now on air, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit I watch this. Her makeup tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> she, she showed her. She sat down from the camera, completely naked faced, and which was kind of odd. 
And then five minutes later, she looked like a fucking rock goddess. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> what do you got downtime? You got downtime. You've got too and much fucking time. She's on got your an hands. accent, so that helps the video. You've got too much time on your hands. Oh god, I hope wife does on. not listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I want to give. Us, I'm going to give it four out of five shits. I thought we were giving it shit. I am. Okay, I'm not. Yeah. I'm saying I will listen I'm to excited. the album when it comes out, and I will listen to it outside of work. I mean, it's out. It's already out. The full album. <laughs> Is this going to be part of a full album? Yes. Is it going to be? That was the whole lead-in. It was the only good segue we've ever had. I, I thought you were making it up. No. Oh. God, you're so loud. <laughs> loud noises. I'm going to have to cut that out. No. Killjoy your race, following the same thing. Let's fucking hit it. We're going. We're going three for three. We went a good segue into a conversation, into another kind of good segue. Yeah. So... Two of these three are female fronted. The other one is all female. We're going kill Joanie Race on Kitty. So they're all female fronted. But one of them is all female, period. Just to be clear. All female, they're period. They're all female fronted. Yes. I okay. didn't say they weren't. <laughs> oh, well, I'm gonna, Give us the rules to kill Joanie Race before you do this. You're killing them. Well, we'll go from first place, joining them. Join. Second place, killing them. Third place, erasing them. They never existed. Killing them means they stop today. They don't make any more future music. Erase. They never existed. You wipe them off the planet. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so we got Otep, Kitty, and Arch Enemy. And only one of those bands, I think, I know Arch Enemy's on the radio. So they're probably like at the top of those three as far as career right now. Wait a now. second, where are you going with this? I'm just saying. Nowhere. What are you saying? Only one of those bands is like commercial? Yeah. Oh, I, I wouldn't say that. I would. That's why I did. Yeah, They're more consistently, but. Both of the other Kitty two. is not commercial. Sure they were. Uh, is not commercial. They're not now, but... So what I said is right. <laughs> Clint loves Crow. All right. Go ahead. Oh, I get got? to go first? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with this. I'm planning on listening to you and figuring mine oh, out. I, I can go first. Okay, go for no, it. I yeah. can go first. Okay. This is kind of hard, only for one reason. I'll throw out the obvious. Otep, I'm going to erase. For one big reason. Politics. We are on. We are simpatico. I am going to do the same, and I knew that. That was the only <laughs> thing that I knew going into this. God, you know what? Fucking I, no one cares your political stance. You know what? Don't hold me to that. There, okay. I do still have a. Well, let me finish mine. Go for you it. You can do yours. And so the other two are tough because Jeff Loomis is an arch enemy for some unknown fucking He's reason. He's a guitar player. Yes, he is a guitar god to some. He is. He is. Uh, he is up there in the ranks, and. Uh, I don't think he gets to uh, strut his stuff like he, he should be able to on Arch Enemy. They're just whatever. So I'm going to kill Arch Enemy, I think. And I'm going to go join Kitty because it's three badass females, and I'm going to be the one guy in there just fucking shaking my you ass. You know, K- Kitty has had a dude. They, do, they don't have a guy. They today. have. They don't. But they have. Okay. Okay, that I'm just with, saying. What does I'm that just, have to do with that anything? doesn't have anything to do with anything. I'm why, are you, just saying. why are you just derailing my shit, man? <laughs> And I don't think that they're active either. I don't really think they are either. Yeah. So you're joining nothing. You We're still gotta bring keep your day job. Bring them up. Okay. Bring them up. I am. And they're, they're fucking badass too. God. Yeah. So crazy. I uh, not going to argue that. That's all. But because of that, I am going to. Because of that, your your answer. Yeah, I I figured it out as you. It, my plan worked perfectly. I'm going to kill Kitty because they're already not doing stuff. No, this doesn't work. Shit. <laughs> Drive by laughing. Fuck. Um, fine. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to kill Kitty. 
No, damn it. Shit. Um, I'm going to kill Otep. Because there is Otep that I like. Before if, she got crazy political. If you say there's not Kitty that you like, you're going to be a fucking lying man. I never... I, I, I never did the kitty thing. I probably have only heard of them because of you. I'm going to erase kitty. Ooh, I'm going to join Arch Enemy so that I can make some money and tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if money and touring is your thing, then Arch Enemy is definitely... Yes. And to learn from the likes of Jeff Loomis, it would be... Uh, yeah, I'm not going to learn things from him. I'm going to play the root notes for me, I'm as talking simply so. as possible. Yes. <laughs> so show me the top highest. Yes. What is the uh, simplest thing I can do? <laughs> okay, got it. The uh, one of the interviews I watched, the Lamb of God. What's his name? The bassist. His name always is Campbell. Yeah, he's talking about he he does he never plays the bottom string on his four string bass. He, he rarely plays and by bottom. You mean the highest? The highest, yeah. Rarely plays the one above that, and never really goes above the, like the seventh or eighth or ninth right. fret. <laughs> but he'll go one to seven like it's nothing, right? And he's like, I'm playing with all these guys. You know, a lot of the Adler riffs and stuff are up on the 12th. They're using the the root note on the 12th to drive their shit up right. there. And he said, so figuring that shit out is pretty hard. Like, yeah. I, figured, I would just follow him up there. With those big-ass <laughs> frets and the big-ass strings, he'll go first fret to seventh fret. Like, it's fucking... Like, that riff laid to rest. If if anybody hearing this is bored, look up how he is playing that on the bass. No thanks. Keep it wizardry, right? <laughs> he's going like seriously. He's Fist going apart. like second fret to seventh fret in that riff in rhythm. Oh man, it's nuts! It's, it's nuts. Speaking of nuts, we talked about the women who has no nuts. Okay, segways. Your segways are awful, man. Your podcast is awful. Wait, that's not wrong. We are on all the social channels. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on uh, what's the other Twitter. Uh, 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 are randomly, we? are we? I guess so. I, I pushed something on our Instagram, and it created an extra fucking Facebook page. So if you're hearing this and you've clicked on the Facebook page that has this isn't a thing. The posters uh, that is in the process of being deleted. Please find the Epitome of Stupidity podcast Facebook page and like us there. I'm sorry, I'm an asshole. Uh, we have an email. It is eostupidity at gmail.com. Again, first two emails. There's one medium. There's one extra large because I'm wearing the other extra large. And uh, first two emails get a shirt. I will send them to you. And we're going to hang up these podcasts and announce a winner. You, it'll already be done, though, why do you hear this? But that's what's going to happen right now. Oh. oh, yeah, because we were supposed to do the live video for the Brian Ewing thing 10, ten minutes, minutes ago. ago. <laughs> so there's lots of people waiting. What am that. I forgetting? Uh, we're on all the places you find podcasts. Because you're hearing this, yeah, we're getting taken out, taken out by scripter, scripter, but it's probably just now starting because we have such a short clip. So that's them. Bye. Enjoy. Enjoy.